another episode of Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm joined today with an old friend. We both went to Auburn University. We had creative writing classes together. He's a poet, writer, extraordinaire, Aaron Scobie. Aaron, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm good. I'm good. I worked both my jobs today, and I'm happy to be home drinking a coffee. I'm going to crack open a beer soon, and it's, it's going to be good. It's going Feel to be good. To crack open a beer on pod if you want. We can take like five to, to grab our own our own beers. If, if that's <laughs> I will. I'll get to do. it in a second. I work at a beer store, and so I get to drink on the gotcha. clock there, and so I'm taking my time to not drink too much too quickly. So. Gotcha. So the listeners um, don't know this, but uh, it's probably been five years <laughs> since we've like talked. Has it has it been since college? Yes, I'm trying to remember. I I feel like it was 2017 because that's when I that's when I left Alabama. Gotcha. Um, well, I left that... uh, Alabama in 2016. I I moved to Los Angeles and. In like the fall of 2016, I feel like maybe we we caught up at one time since I was in LA, but it, it's been a minute. All this to say, it, it's been Were, a while. Weren't you at Sam's wedding? I was, and that was after you had moved. To that LA. was like two weeks before I moved. Okay, then yeah, so it has been five years. Jeez, <laughs> that's so weird because it doesn't feel like that at all. Like as soon as you picked up the call, just like for full transparency's sake. Uh, it just felt like immediately picking up with like a, a good friend that I just like, you know, yeah. And it hadn't been five years since I've seen you. Like we just, <laughs> we, both, we both sound the same and we both kind of look the same too. So yeah, pretty much. I mean, you have a kid now and you're married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and I got married too. And, yeah. and yeah. I heard, I heard the fur trial behind somewhere around there. Yeah. There's three of them. There's, there's the dog and the two cats. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie, Betty, and Veronica. So we got the two cats and we had to get a dog to, and to name Archie. It gotcha. just would have felt wrong to, to not have an Archie. Um, but uh, anyways, this is Lord of the Rings sentence uh, where we read one sentence out of the Lord of the Rings every week until we're done with the book. Um, at which point we'll probably pick up a different book series. Um, but uh, have you been listening to the show? I listened to a couple episodes here and there. Um, yeah. I think the last one, I I forget what number it was, but it was whenever you had Timothy and Sam on at the same time. Uh, good up. Timothy gave a very interesting breakdown of how he sees the show in that episode. And uh, I, I remember that because that TikTok came up on my For You page. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. The three of you, um, along with uh, Nick Beeland, we're, we're in a short film that uh, I wrote in college um, called Book Club. And I was in actually two of your short films, technically. Wait, what are you, you're in another, I'm trying to, I can't even remember which, which what with, other short film were you with Lane With Lane Watts. That's right, the one that I, yep, yep. See, I scrapped that from my memory because I lost the hard drive and I wasn't able <laughs> to actually complete it. But that was a lot of fun to like make. The Listeners, always, always back up your, your film. Always, Always back, back up here. your hard drive. I <laughs> I shot an entire short film. This was going to be like my big project to uh, to complete before moving to Los Angeles, and 
in the middle of editing it, the hard drive just get, got that clicking sound and mm -hmm. I, I lost it all. And um, yeah, I, then I had nothing to show for all my hard work when I got to LA. And uh, cause that would have been the thing to set me apart is having that short film made. Yeah. Um, people would have Ooh. noticed me then. I mean, it was a good film, good script. I thought that, so. Thanks that for great, saying that. that. It's true. That great basement scene where I had the axe and you told yeah. me to hit the ground and I actually, I accidentally caused sparks. Yeah, that was, that was intense. That was, uh, that was fun, man. That was fun to make. That was, <laughs> that was uh, I think that was, that was the, just before, that was leading up to the summer before you left. So that was like either, yeah. I think it was, it, still it was, it was summer 2016. Cause okay. it was like, I was trying to get that project completed before the move. I'm uh, mm -hmm. rummaging around through my drawer because I'm pretty sure I still have that hard drive in case I ever <laughs> want to get the footage. Like, Just drop the $1,000 to fix the hard drive? Yeah, which I don't know that that film would be worth it. But maybe. <laughs> Budget of $1,000. No one got paid. And it was school equipment, but it cost a thousand bucks to. Uh, it wasn't school equipment. They wouldn't let me use the school equipment. Oh, was yeah. I was like pretty pissed off about that. My teachers were like being pretty counterintuitive. Sorry, Auburn University Media Department, <laughs> but like you probably should let your film students use the film equipment for their personal projects. That just seems like common sense. Uh, but I, I did find the hard drive. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's right here. It's pretty damaged because I tried to like troubleshoot it on my own. And uh, so I probably destroyed the thing even further when I tried to do that. But. Hey, you know what? Good riddance. Look at you now, though. Look LA. at you now. I'm working from home in a pandemic. How's your pandemic been? You had a good pandemic? Uh, well, I, I got a job. Well, let's see. I graduated with my Master's of Fine Arts from Creighton University. Congratulations. Um, thank you. They immediately closed the MFA program after I graduated. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. So you're like the, the end of an era. And and then they closed the MA pro MA English program a year later. So wow, Creighton's like we don't want any arts, just STEM. So, gotcha. Um, uh, Glad that didn't happen like a year before. Well, it was like two months into the like the program. We're like, all right, you're you're gonna be the last class. Whoa! Uh, and so it was it was a very weird experience. And was that kind of like uh, a downer on the on the program to like go through it? and like realized no, that the program I mean, was dying or was it like kind of like a triumphant like we're gonna be the last well class. it was like it was the triumphant feeling but also like we had so much freedom to kind of do whatever we wanted um that because cool. it's not like they couldn't like kick us out because we had already yeah. signed like um i mean it's like they have to i can't remember exactly if it's like a contract thing or whatever but like if you have like been accepted by the school, they can't necessarily kick you out. I could be wrong, but they, they didn't want to, I think it would, it would look bad for them to kick out a bunch of people who were going to pay them a bunch of money. Yeah. I didn't pay, I didn't pay a bunch of money. I got paid. You got that, you got that scholarship. You got that. I got, I got that stipend. That stipend. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, what, did you, what was your degree in? Uh, Masters of fine arts, creative writing with a specialty in poetry. Lovely. Mm -hmm. which is a perfect fit for my literary podcast lord of the rings sentence mm -hmm. um true. I'm, I'm excited to have a smart person on the air i feel like i've had like maybe two or three smart people um and then a bunch of people average oh no God. dummy i don't think i've had a dummy on the show do you want to you want to drop some names or we're we just going to cut that out um i'll, I'll talk to you i'll talk to you off 
about, about who's the smart ones and who's, who's the average. Gotcha. I'll say I'm one of the average ones. I think I have a very average mind. Um, but I think that that helps to um, broaden the uh, accessibility of this podcast. I was like, when I was uh, looking at the sentence that we're going to go over today, um, well, first off, it took me a second to realize like that we are like where exactly we were because I had I so I sold a bunch of my books and subsequently mm-hmm. I sold a bunch of my I sold all my Lord of the Rings books um, mm. and so I was looking up a PDF on my phone and kind of reading through it and you know it's like Tolkien's got some long sentences he, he some does long. he does and then uh but there's he's got some short ones mixed in there but there's some that like he, he's a big fan of the semicolon and that really has helped me out so far to get a a few more paragraphs in than I think I otherwise would have been. Right. I mean, it's like, I don't know. There's, there's something like that's not overwhelming, even though he has a sentence that's like what, 20, 30, 40 words. Yeah. You know, it's still pretty easy to follow. Yeah. Um, well, uh, since you haven't, uh, listened to every episode, you're a little bit behind and for listeners who haven't listened to every episode, though, I recommend you do go back and listen. It's the best way to take in the book is to hear all of it, uh, separated one week at a time. Um, I will just give a brief recap synopsis of, mm-hmm. w- of where we are up until this point. Um, so there's a guy named Bilbo and his nephew, roommate, son, um, birthday buddy, Frodo, they live together, they have the same birthday, and they got a birthday celebration coming up. Bilbo's got a mysterious past. He comes from wealth. Frodo's going to inherit that wealth. Um, and he's got some gardeners. There's the old ham Gamgee took over for the old Holman, who used to work in his garden. Um, and we're just learning that uh, ham Gamgee's son, Sam Gamgee, is about to take over the gardening at the Baggins estate. So that's just mm-hmm. an indication of just how old Bilbo is, is he's gone through three gardeners now. Um, this will be his third in his lifetime because they keep like getting old and retiring out of the job, uh, which means he's probably paying them well. If they're not, you know, if you're not working them to the death, if they can retire from a job of gardening, Bilbo's probably this, paying them pretty well. If, if Bilbo has a mysterious amount of wealth, I hope he pays them well. Yeah, he is like the... Um, the Jeffrey Bezos, the the Elon Musk of Hobbiton. Um, he just has an exuberant amount, amount of wealth. Um, he's the 1% of the Shire. It's true. It's true. And um, <laughs> maybe the other Hobbits could use some of that wealth, you know? But hey, distribute it, you know? That's what I have yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here it is the 27th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. <clears throat> Both father and son were on very friendly terms with Bilbo and Frodo. Okay. Short and to the point. Short and to the point. So both father and son referring to, we got to assume, Ham Gamgee, the old gaffer, and his Mm -hmm. son, Sam. Um, Very friendly terms with Frodo and Bilbo. So, um, yeah, he's good to his employees. You know, that's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I I don't have I don't have much this week. <laughs> no, it's I, I, well. When I was reading it, and can am I am I allowed to just kind of ramble for a second? Kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely, I, I encourage it. <laughs> so when I was reading it, um, 
I, I read it and then I was like, I was at work, it was super slow and I was kind of on TikTok and I'd seen this person uh, posting a video about talking about their son um, and how their son is, is uh, a little weird, had trouble in like middle school and like talking about like how he found this kind of collective in uh, like tabletop games at the local uh, like car, like board game and card store. And she was just, you know, it's like they, she, she had the, they, they welcomed her son with open arms. And I, I was reading this and I was thinking, and I was kind of getting emotional about thinking about my own son. And because uh, that's the one thing that like I think about often in terms of his future is like, are people going to respect him? Are people going to like him? Are people going to love and care about him? And so, I don't know. There's just something about like this kind of brief sentence that has kind of all four characters in yeah. a sentence. Two generations of hobbits from both families, from the Gamgee family and the Baggins family. Right. Well, um, is, isn't, is Sam younger than Frodo? Um, the book has not told us so far. I assume in the movie that they're roughly the same age. Uh, we know that Frodo is turning 33, which is an important birthday for hobbits. That's the, the coming of mm -hmm. age for hobbits where they grow out of their irresponsible tweens. Um, we have not gotten an age for Sam yet. We know that he is the youngest son of Ham Gamgee. Right. Um, but we don't know how old his oldest sons are. We don't even know how old Ham Gamgee is. Right. Um, we know that he's old. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, I know there's like a there's a really there's a guy, I forget his name on TikTok, but he's like the obscure Lord of the Rings uh TikTok guy. And he talks he, he, he like talks about all the like facts and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the, the the lesser known facts, yeah, I've I've encountered him on on TikTok. I think my TikToks where I've shared <laughs> clips from this show have gotten me on Lord of the Rings TikTok a little and he, bit. And he talked about like I think I think it's in like other books and whatnot, but there's like there is like this gap that happens between um, this. I don't know, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think Frodo is technically older than Sam. Gotcha. even by a little bit i'm not entirely sure but yeah i don't know this sentence i just like this sentence i, I think it's um... it's nice it paints a picture of like you can kind of imagine uh after a hard day's work in the garden right sam and ham coming in for like a cup of tea and some toast or something um yeah well also yeah. just like i mean like in terms of it, it's like a parallel too it's like father son bilbo frodo father mm -hmm. bilbo son frodo and so i don't know in yeah, it seems like they, they all get along independently, but also like as a as a group, like yeah, both father and son, like independently, but also like as a unit, mm -hmm. we're on friendly terms with Bilbo and Frodo. Prior to the sentence, does it talk about um, other like the other hobbits disliking Bilbo? Because I know that it it kind of does. People have he's like popular. But yeah. everyone kind of talks about him behind his back because they're suspicious right. about where he got his wealth and and how he stays looking so young. Mm -hmm. um, he's turning 111 on September 22nd, but he he looks like he's 50 still. Right. Are you going to try and post? Has that episode already come out when he turned the year, the date that uh, turning 111? I mean, 
all 27 sentences so far have essentially been about the birthday. So true, true. We are, you know, I, I, when this episode comes out, uh, yesterday will have been September 22nd, Bilbo's birthday. So I'll, I'll have to do something special on social media about that. Happy birthday, Bilbo. Happy birthday, Bilbo. Yeah. Happy 111, the, or happy 111st birthday. That's how 11, they say it. Yep, 111st. So, well, I think we've, uh, you know, wrung this sentence dry unless you have anything else to say about it no no we can move on to the next segment of the show tales from the crypto um in which i am interested in purchasing um a a a bitcoin type call have you heard of jrr token i've talked about it on the show no Um, i have not but it's a it's a it's not tolkien it's it's token like a like a coin and it's a it's a cryptocurrency I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. Do you know anything about cryptocurrency? A little bit. I mean, a I've, little bit. Do you know how to invest in it? I wasn't. I, mean, I didn't make a lot of money, but I was an early adopter in Dogecoin. You you were an early adopter of Dogecoin. Okay, so you probably could help me get some JRR <laughs> token. Then, how do you do that? Can I share my screen? Um, or that's fine. Yeah, let me let me yeah. see if I can pull up I'll share my my, my Robinhood account and see. Okay, I see your screen. Cool. So what do I need? Where do I need to go to, to get the Bitcoin? Um, oh my gosh. Uh, so I only know as much as I know because there's a discord between a bunch of friends of mine from um, high school and whatnot that mm-hmm. there's lots of people on there. And a couple of them are real big into like, you know, stocks and cryptocurrency. Um, I know nothing about the stock market. I'm, I feel dumb, but like... <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. I think most people are. I think most people don't understand the stock market, but it's just, it's meme worthy, and so I know um, that it it doesn't really benefit me so much when it's doing well. <laughs> that much I know. Um, so what is this? What is it called? JRR JRR token, T O K E N. Let's see if I like, like you'd get at Chuck E. Cheese or something, or so. Okay, let's go to when you Google JRR token, all that comes up is like how um like immoral the, the Tolkien estate considers it to be and how disgusting and insulting to JRR Tolkien uh it but, is. I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> I mean, I listen, I like I said, I don't know about stocks, I don't know about crypto. I just feel like as the the person who runs the Tolkien podcast, I should have some of this. So I can say this. Okay, well, let me see this. Is it a bad investment? Well, sure. the top the top article is called uh, the JRR token cryptocurrency is almost certainly headed for Mount Doom. Okay, so there's a there's a couple of ways of interpreting that uh, sentence. One of them is it's doomed. It's a clever way of saying. Mm-hmm. don't invest this is a bad investment the other way of interpreting it is like when frodo and sam got to mount doom that was a victory um it's a it's a good thing to be this headed is, to mount doom this is a subtitle to destroy all evil oh oh what's the subtitle this is not my precious hmm. so are, are you telling me this is a bad investment and that i should drop the segment from the show not drop the segment i wouldn't say that i think kind hmm. of doing a deep dive into you know um 
<laughs> keep up to date with the with the with the JR token uh, cryptocurrency status um, until it is kind of uh, you know I think you should you should figure out if it's even real that that guardian link right there seems like it's a it's a good place to go and start with. Okay. And while you're while you're looking at that, I can give you kind of a brief rundown of what I understand of cryptocurrency. Sure. So there's Bitcoin. <laughs> this there's... is not looking good. Uh, the first thing I see on the on the website when I click in is just is a, a graph pointing down. Um... So so crypto. There's a couple of styles of crypto. One being like Bitcoin, and one being like Ethereum, um, and all other smaller so like dogecoin is a branch off of one of those major uh <laughs> i don't know what this term means but i, I just this, i know this is almost correct it's a branch off of like one of those bigger blockchains um and it's technically a meme it's a meme coin gotcha and, th and there's a lot of meme coins and a lot of meme coins are worth like a tenth of a cent or a hundredth of a cent Right, and, and the reason JRO token has got to be one of those meme coins. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Which is why, like, so, but like, the reason why people, so many people, like, are are like wanting to do these things is because, like, with Dogecoin. So when I bought Dogecoin, uh, how long ago was that? It was March of this year? No, yes, March of this year. Um, it was worth five cents right okay and i bought ten dollars worth and i made i think in the end when i i should have stayed in because it went up to um 60 cents and i could have made about a grand but i only made about 60 bucks um but i had friends who had been sitting on dogecoin for like they had like twenty thousand coins and just and just made a ton of money and just like Jeez. so like meme coins you should not invest in <laughs> it's better just to invest in like those uh those big ones because but also just it's 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 more it's up and down more up and down than anything in the yeah. stock market i think like because i had a i had coinbase the coinbase app on my phone for a long time and i like i never used it but i just i would always get updates and it would be like bitcoin is down by 15 percent, and it would just like keep going down and down and down and then like yeah. two weeks go by and then it would skyrocket and then that's what scares me about investing in anything is how up and down everything is like i just want my money to be my to be money i don't mm -hmm. want it to be like the hypothetical and like here one day gone the next when what what is that acronym it's like like nrt or like um not really no it's like Tolkien. nt like non-tradable resource or something like that ntrs it's like it's something mm. wild where it's like digital art oh nft nft what, yeah. whatever what does that stand for i don't even know i just know that they're supposedly immoral for some reason i, I never really understood why apparently it's I mean, bad for the environment to create nfts or to house them or something well like so know. all of all of like this stuff like crypto and things like that mm -hmm. like it takes a lot of power like Gotcha. Of you, your computer being plugged into your house and using power to like just mine and so non so what, what are you where are you mining what is it what like, i don't understand what it is i know it's like the most hack thing 
to like make fun of Bitcoin and say like I don't understand it, but like what what is being mined? Like what it's what it's, is happening? It's essentially just a, your computer doing a series of math equations, and that's bad for the environment. Well, because it's it's doing like uh, like a lot like. Like it can't a, be more than like the complex, like uh, the complexity of like a an intense video game, right? Like that's got to be doing the same type of like computing and imagine, like processing imagine, power. Imagine you like, let's say you played like uh, like in, uh, popular indie game. Let's say like you played Firewatch, right? It's it's got I don't good even know Firewatch. Let's say Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> Let's say you're playing Call of Duty and you're trying yeah. to play on like high resolution, like yeah. like max out. I got. I, let's say I got the PS5, which I don't. Let's and, say I got like an 8K TV, which I don't. Sure. So um, and I want to play this thing in 3D for some reason. So ever this, you know, hopefully your fans don't like aren't like you know big crypto guys or crypto guys and gals. Listen, I don't know who my fans are or if they're even out there. I, <laughs> I'm mostly just doing this so I can read this book because I've been intending to read this book for a long time. It's, and uh, I'm finally doing it. It's like if you were to spend like like five hours playing Call of Duty on the highest settings on your 8K TV is equivalent to like a minute of mining in terms of power usage. So I know that was like intended to feel to be like a shocking like whoa now I get it statement it still means nothing to me because to well, me there's like way more people playing video games well than so, there here's are the, people. so here's the, here's the thing okay. so like yeah tell I, I, yeah I want to know let me, let me see how many how many minutes are in an hour 60 minutes yeah so 60 times five so 300 minutes so that's mm-hmm. you know 300 times so essentially 3000 hours of gameplay in five hours. So like you're, equi- how much you, time do you need to mine? For- it's constant. It doesn't, you don't turn it off. You don't turn it off. Okay. And you have like multiple graphics cards running at the same time. I don't like, I guess I don't understand what, what it's mining for and why it needs to even mine. Why can't it just like exist? You know what I mean? I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. Like, I feel like I have a disconnect at like what a Bitcoin is. I think because I, I don't, I don't fully understand it either. And I'm just kind of gotcha. going off of what other people have told me, Yeah. which again, it's like, I yeah. have a, a, a layman understanding and I'm giving a layman explanation to someone who's even lower in the, like the understanding totem pole. Gotcha. Um, it's like, it's like essentially like there's a giant pile of data mm-hmm. and to, and that data is just, it's just a bunch of like math equations more or less. And yeah. to solve those math equations is power output. And at some point people decided that that is, can be hard, like that energy can be um, harnessed into a digital property. And okay. that digital property is untraceable. It's anonymous and it can be used to buy anything on the internet which is why back in the day people used bitcoins to um buy things like you know like black market stuff like drugs and whatnot gotcha and when you say back in the day like how how far back are you are we talking i knew guys in high school who did it so this no way like I've only like just started hearing about Bitcoin, so that's why this is also. Oh yeah, like, like you, yeah. like okay. you could, you. Could, 
I have friends who have lost Bitcoin wallets that have like 40 coins in them and that they spent a couple bucks on. Is 40 coins a lot? I don't even. Well, I think the current status of Bitcoin is $45,000 a coin. Whoa. So they would have $1.8 million. They would, they spent $5 on to get that. They would have, and that's just gone. Like they just, they can't get it. Like it's impossible to get. That's I'm sorry for those for those men. I hope they have people like Bilbo Baggins in their <laughs> life to pay them money. Um, well, Aaron, thanks for talking Lord of the Rings yeah. with me and for talking Bitcoin with me. Um, I'll I'll keep asking guests if they understand Bitcoin so I can get to the bottom of it. I, I still don't get it. Um, but where can people find you online if you want to share that or like um, where can people read you or, or, or whatever you want to plug? I recently... Um had a uh a little essay about a diy venue in my hometown um published through grain ghost um you can't buy it off their website it's kind of like a you buy a book of theirs and he puts the pamphlet in with your order um but it's my first publication that's in print um you can nice. look you can look me up on insta at their name is aaron they're spelled T-H-E-I-R. And I have a website that's their name is Aaron.weebly.com. So there you go. Um, you can follow me at Chad A. Oliver. You can follow the show at L-O-T-R Sentence. Um, thanks again for coming on, Aaron. Um, this has been the 27th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 28th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. That might be cool.com. You never know.